Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to episode 53 of Wings, Beers, and Tears, your DMV sports podcast. Coming to you live from our studios in Montgomery County, Maryland, we are bringing you all the best and the greatest of the DMV sports recap from the week. We are one short to start today. Mr. Jerry, our host, the studio owner, is late to his own fucking funeral. But what's new? At least he opened the garage door. I appreciate that. That was was nice of him, at least. So it is just Jeremy and Todd to start. We hope you guys are well. And we're going to dive right into the sports this week with some talk of the Washington football team who came crashing back to reality this past weekend. Uh, as yeah, Mitch, be ready to give Jerry shit for this, by the way. <laughs> too good. Um, but, uh, yeah, so the Washington football team, fresh off of their week one upset of Philly. Um, we talked about it. We said it was a nice surprise. It was everything else. But the consensus here at this table was our expectations aren't changing as far as the season outlook goes. We're still looking for the same kind of progress from the young guys on offense. We're still looking for the defense to become this veteran, uh, mix of veteran and youth and just attacking. And, and, and that's well on its way. But in terms of the pure number of wins and losses of the, of the year, we did not think week one was going to sway it. And, the NFL is a week-to-week league, as we all know, and in week two they got, uh, you know, they got humbled a bit by Kyler Murray and the upstart uh, Cardinals. They did, and you know, I I think the Cardinals maybe are better than I give them credit for because they're the Cardinals, and I don't give them any credit right now. May have to after the last week. Uh, Absolutely, they look liked, good. You know, they look they looked really good. The defense is solid. Always, I've always liked Murray. I didn't know if he was going to make it, but yep. I always liked him. So I'm glad, actually happy for him. I don't think the I mean just like the win didn't mean that much in the in the grand scheme I don't think the loss means that much in the grand scheme. So more what happens next week. Yeah. You know, cuz yeah. Cleveland I think is also mediocre. Yeah. Um and so two mediocre teams should make for a really mediocre game but hopefully they'll have a better chance to win than they did last week. Well, I mean, you don't give yourself a chance to win when you turn it over and when you give up points quickly. Um yep. and when your offense just really isn't very good. I mean, I hate to say this, but, you know, the offense in week one was surprising, but it was aided by the fact that the defense gave them the ball so so many times Absolutely. in the second yep. half. Yep. This didn't happen, and a lot of their yards, a lot of their drives were garbage time as far as I was concerned. Yeah, and, you know, uh, it's you really need to look at, you know, evaluate Haskins, evaluate the things you're looking for improvement on. And I still think, you know, again, this just could be, you know, um, Rivera putting a good spin on things. But they, they like what he's doing. They like his decision-making. They like all the, you know, he's making the right throws. It's almost like he's, he's too excited and he's getting a little too hyped up and he's, he's missing he, right read, right decision, bad throw. Mm-hmm. That's the easiest thing to fix. Yeah. Now, that's basically two weeks of absolutely the same thing. We just, you know, it's only two weeks. You know, there was no preseason. We know all the stuff, you know, not enough prep time, all this, that, and the other. But if they can't fix that in the next few weeks, is it ever going to get fixed? Well, there's that, and there's the other side of it is, so last year was a wasted year for Haskins, right? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and this offseason. Correct. It's so a wasted like a year, year and a half. Exactly. So with a guy that came into the league with very little actual starting experience, he needed experience. He mm-hmm. needed reps, and he needed coaching. Yep. And he basically got dick for 18 months. Yeah. So now he's in it with a real coaching staff, and they're trying to push him along, but they're also they've all coached young quarterbacks before, and they don't want to just throw him into the fire. Right, they don't want to push him, and that's not just him. They don't want to push anybody too far. Exactly, they're worried about that. Right, so it's it's a fine line right now. Unfortunately, he's being compared to a lot of guys, 
of his draft class and maybe a year before mm-hmm. even some rookies, and they're going, oh, these guys are putting up numbers. They're also putting up numbers in offenses where mistakes are allowed, and they're throwing it 35, 40 times. He's not. He's only well, getting 22 to 25 pass, passes a game, exactly. and 10 of those, there's a guy in the backfield before he even stops his three-step drop. You know, I mean, so it's it's hard to evaluate right now. Well, it is, and that's why you just really want. I mean, I know I said it's got to clear up the next few weeks, but I mean, I don't think it's that dire. I, I think you really need to give him the season, unless in, unless he just really falls on his face. And I don't think he's done that. I just think he's he's making mistakes or just a couple of better throws in the in that first quarter in either in either game. It's not going to be seventeen nothing, twenty nothing. Eh, probably think. not. So, but how do you get to that point? Right. Right, so they they still have a lot to work through, like we've talked about. I mean, that's why we picked them to win five, six, seven games, right. respectively, is because they're still just not that good, especially offensively. And Arizona is uh, I mean, absolutely. I you know, uh, I, mean, I still don't think. I mean, what was it? It was like it was a two score game starting the fourth quarter. Is that right? Yeah, I think it was twenty to three. I think it was twenty to three. But they got but, it to like twenty seven. 12 or 27 exactly or it yeah was. yeah 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 so i mean i i don't think it was like an abject disaster i really don't think so no you know no i, mean? I don't I know think not, so you're either. not saying that it's people are well and people I, are stupid though so okay yeah. not not that my prognostication <laughs> skills are anything special but i said 31 17 oh nice yeah i forgot exactly what you're i yeah. I, mean, I said they were gonna win by three and so it didn't really surprise me to score 20 to 30 that was not and a problem. i actually thought it was gonna be a close game and then arizona was gonna pull away year. it was kind of the opposite arizona got out to a lead cruised for a while then the Skins put together some decent drives there in the third quarter, and Arizona basically put offense A back out, meaning right. attack, and they attacked, and you know the rest is history. Um, I think I, I, all the talk in this town is about Haskins. It's about the quarterback. It's about all these things, and rightly so, because those guys, I mean, those are the talk of the town, right? But the bottom line is, to me, the biggest factor, our fucking offensive line is a goddamn disgrace. We have one of the worst offensive lines in the league, and it's only getting worse now with some injuries and with, and with some other things. And it, we can sit here and parse Haskins' 22 to 25 pass attempts or his decision-making on third down when he had to change the play or something else. It don't, really doesn't fucking matter if our offensive line is going to be this bad. You know, Our offense will be anemic as long as we have few, few weapons on the outside, which we have. I mean, McLaurin is a legit number one. Absolutely. Let's just yep. say that. he The guy runs routes. The guy's ridiculous. Other than that, uh, fuck. I mean, yeah. they're, they're kind of a joke. I love McKissick. I love uh, Gibson. I think he's going to be special. Um, Peyton Barber's perfectly fine. It doesn't matter because our line's so bad. The line's so bad. And, again, the receivers are bad enough. And the tight ends, I mean, I think the receivers are just so – Week after McLaurin, that oh, you yeah. can't. I mean, you need. It's it's kind of probably why all of us said last week we wanted. We'd rather they kept Peterson. At least he's somebody right. who can rely on this, that, and the other. The running backs would be fine if you had three like good receivers, right? But they don't, so they're kind of not. And that's what's. I think that's what's a little bit frustrating. No, it's very frustrating. Um, you know, and and again, I don't I don't take that much out of uh, the Philly win, and I don't really. Uh, this isn't a huge detractor for me. The fact that we got we got kind of rolled by Arizona. Right. I, I I kind of thought that was that that was a possibility. Well, who did they and, beat and, week one for Arizona? Uh, San Fran. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, when they, when the whole team wasn't dead yet. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. But but something else you got to remember is when you have when you've got a young quarterback and if you don't have the shelter around him to take some of the pressure off everything he does is magnified and everything he does means that much more when you're a team that can't score points 
and they just can't score. And I don't think that that's going to change this year. Um, so if they're going to get just boat raced in a game, I'd rather it be a 30 to 15 final when they're actually doing some things in the third and fourth quarter to bring these young guys along than to get down 42 three and then just basically punt the rest of the game and say, fuck it, we're out of here. So we said at the beginning of the season, they weren't going to be that good. They weren't going to win that many games. However, we did want them to be competitive more often than not. So if this was a a step in the wrong direction, at least they remained competitive throughout the, the course of the game. Uh, agreed. And and by the way, Kyler Murray is really fucking good. He is. Um, again, I'm actually yes. happy for him. Jesus, he's good. So the third member of the team has arrived. Jerry is here. What um, up, Jerry? Whoever my secretary is is fired. <laughs> Man, I just wish we had technology. I just wish we could communicate better. I'd delete your texts like <laughs> 15 minutes after I get them. Perfect. Uh, let, let that be on the record for everybody else. If you're going to text Jerry, you have no, I mean, he has no record of it, even I, though that's like his whole livelihood. I can't complain that much. I mean, I only listen to about every fifth word he says anyway. So. <laughs> that's fair. So I listen to what you guys say about the Redskins and or the Washington football team, and you guys are exactly correct. Uh, one of the worst lines in the league, if yeah. not the worst line. Yeah. If they pay and Brandon Sheriff's down for three to five. So. If they pay, if they pay Brandon Sheriff big money, they are throwing it away. Well, okay. So I, I'm they glad you. I'm glad you brought this up because could this be a blessing in disguise in that regard with Sheriff being on the shelf now for a few weeks, right? What if he's on the shelf for a few weeks? They shuffle the line. They've got a bunch, you know, they're going to have a patchwork line again. And what if they're basically the same as they were when he was in there? At that point, yeah. to Jerry's point, <laughs> you don't have to, to to shell out the big bucks. If you're four or five million dollar, you know, backup center slash guard can do the same job or some of these young guys can do the same job. Absolutely. But I think, I mean, again, we've said it a bunch of times this season, the overall result is not overly relevant, but you know, you can't get Haskins killed either. So that's another well, consideration. And, and, okay. So that's but the, yeah, it'd be nice. It'd and be and nice. that, and that to me is the other consideration as well is you, you can't get Haskins killed. You can't, um, part of me wants, wants to see him drop back and throw it 35 times. And for them to just say, "Hey, you know what? We're just going to take this this weird, quirky uh, offense, and we're gonna we're just gonna spread it out and let let Dwayne just throw Three it." Three step drops, shot exactly, run, just to kind of see what he can do. The no. other part of me is so fearful of that because he's going to get hurt. Yeah, there's no way you can t- let yeah. him take hits. No. I mean, well, uh, that's you what don't, I mean. Your, your you, option is you don't develop him as an actual drop back quarterback because you just let him chuck it in, in less than two seconds every time, or like you said, he gets hurt. Sorry, Jerry. Go ahead. No, I mean you have to. You have to be smart. You realize that if he does a bunch of five to seven step drops, he's going to get hit more yeah. than most quarterbacks. Well, we were saying it's it's a fine line with him because you want to develop the guy. Right. But, but he's can't. had 18 months of stagnation, not his fault. Well, you also have a majority of receivers that can't get open. Well, that's just it. He's got no weapons. He's right. got no toys. So, and, and I heard a bunch of commentators saying, well, look at Kyler Murray and look at uh, look at Daniel Jones and even uh, Herbert or Hebert yeah, or whatever you want to Daniel Jones, I mean, his team still sucks. I, I agree with you. My whole point is those guys have had plenty of opportunities to just sit back and chuck it, yeah. like Jay said. Well, the, the, and, you know, Washington's bad, not doing that right now. And as and, bad as the Giants are, they had, unfortunately – don't have any more this season. Saquon, they got Shepard, they got Ingram, they got Slayton. Who's I mean, that's, oh yeah, that's three more weapons in the skins. Oh, well, without question. Sure. Oh yeah. I mean, to me, I guess in some, we know it's a bad offense. We know it's going to be painful to watch, but that doesn't mean during the the game it's not. You don't get frustrated, right? I mean, you know what's going to happen. You know they're not a good offense, but to see, 
you know, nobody get open, nobody protect. Yep. That limits you to three to five steps, you know, in, in a run game, and you're doing a lot of check downs, and there's no big plays. That's what's going to happen. Right. You know, McLaurin right. can – he can he, but you're, you're going to put safeties over the top. Um, you're basically asking Haskins in every game, don't turn it over, mm-hmm. and asking the defense um, to – uh, get turnovers and win the game for you. Absolutely. And Kyler Murray was better than they were. Sure. So it's and, and at the end, if that's your recipe, which it has to be, you're only going to win five or six games. No, that's uh, all. That's uh, what they're going to win. Yeah. yeah, correct. So, but this is the Cleveland game is a winnable game. Well, well, that's just it. So, in the same breath that we're saying this week humbled them, it brought things back into focus. It is still a week to week league. And there's many games on the schedule are very winnable for this team because they have a recipe. It's not it's not sexy, it's not flashy, but it can work. Right. And you can wear down teams by having a good rock solid defense. And I, I think that the the slow starts on offense have just magnified everything too. Oh yeah, you know, for sure. Basically the same thing two weeks in a row against two completely different teams, obviously. It's okay. just like Ugh, just, right, we've established the fact that their their <laughs> offense is anemic and they can't score, and they've spotted teams two weeks in a row seventeen points. Right. I mean, it's like Jesus Christ. I mean, it, <laughs> you know, they're doing the exact things that they can't afford to do. Uh, it, obviously, quicker starts will be better. I think they're going to get need to get more creative with their um, uh, protection packages because Dwayne's got to have a few uh, at least. Two seconds yeah. to survey and, and well, throw yeah, the ball. Well, yeah, he has he has some time and uh, barely. You know, I mean, listen, it's a bad recipe. He doesn't have a good line. He doesn't have good receivers, and he's not that great. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't well know. Said. I don't know really what more we nah, can well do. Said. We just hope he has to get better. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, what's your prediction for the Cleveland game this week? Um, I'm actually predicting a win. Um, I'm going to say Washington twenty, Cleveland twelve. Where uh, Where is the game? I believe it's at FedEx. I, okay. uh, I don't know. So I there's no chance of another brawl when there's like five people in the game in Cleveland, <laughs> the game getting like suspended and they forfeit. Um, okay. <laughs> or could this be the tie week? Could this be yeah. like a 16 16 suck? 0 0 tie. Um, no, I, it may be in Cleveland. Yeah. Ah, who fucking I, cares? cares I, I'm going to say. Nobody's it, listening anyway. <laughs> it was 2012, it was tied. I'll go 23 16. I'll go. You going Washington as well? Washington twenty three sixteen. I'll go uh, Redskins twenty four, uh, Browns twenty, and only because I think Mayfield starts slow. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, here's the deal. He's, he's the gift that keeps on giving yeah. when you're an aggressive defense yep. because he's he is going to chuck it thirty five times if he has to, and he'll he'll be brilliant for two drives, and and, then, he, and you can rattle him. Oh, no doubt about it. But we'll go. see. I mean, you know, he could also play very well. Well, and I mean, last week Chubb ran for a buck twenty-five right. and, and a couple. I mean, they, yeah. and, well, and they got Kareem Hunt too. They, they got to get turnovers. No they got to get turnovers. That's the key to success. And Mayfield has the capability of turning the ball. Around. If Mayfield has any time, and if somehow they have a good protection scheme that prevents us from getting pressure, I mean, OBJ and Landry oh, are just going to have a field day on us. OBJ sucks, dude. <laughs> All right, Ravens. All right, so Washington football team back to earth, one and one. We'll see what happens. What was our Ravens' final score? Honestly, thirty-three sixteen, I believe. Yep. Okay. yep. They so, uh, they pretty much handled. They um, really did, man. So here's the deal, okay? I defended Deshaun Watson last week. <sighs> when are we going to say he's a little bit overrated, man? I, I, I mean, tell you, Jerry, loves him, but I, I really like the guy. But I, here's the difference for me: it's big spots with Watson. He'll go into Cleveland and put up. 350 passing yards and 100 rushing yards and five scores. 
Well, they started off with two good teams, and he's looked very pedestrian. He may be the Ryan Kerrigan of quarterbacks in that he puts up a lot <sighs> right. of stats when he's coming from behind and is sort of meaningless. Yeah, so he's still a legit player, but the impact isn't there when you compare him to some of his um, counterparts. But he is dealing with Bill O'Brien. That guy's a moron. Bill that guy's O'Brien, a fucking retard. He's, he, he's lost a lot of weapons, too. I mean, could you? I mean, he's the, the, the best wide receiver. He in the traded world. away DeAndre Hopkins, who proceeded for to, a pedestrian running back, who proceeded to torch the 49ers and then the Redskins in his first two weeks. Yeah. Hopkins is a monster. Yeah, monster. So here we go. Speaking of a uh, amazing team, Lamar, eighteen for twenty-four for two hundred four. Not great. Uh, uh, one touchdown, no picks. Thirty-three yeah, sixteen is great. So that was great. Yeah, uh, the rushing attack <laughs> yeah, really. had two hundred and thirty yards. Oh, they just they pounded. Uh, how, I mean, how Dobbins do? Dobbins Dobbins had forty-eight yards on two carries. <laughs> so uh, Edwards actually had seventy-three yards. Ingram had fifty-five. Jackson had fifty-four. Um, Hollywood Brown is still your leading pass catcher. Five receptions, only forty-two yards. Um, Ricard had my boy had one catch for one yard and one touchdown. That's right, man. Uh, Andrews had only had one catch for 29 yards. So, um, I, I tell you what, man, Hardball's a, uh, he, he is a genius no. at taking the air out of the ball when he plays a team that's explosive. They just completely dominated that game at the line. That of game scrimmage. was like never in doubt. There's never, your, there's never. Your 24 pass attempts and they dominated. Correct. I mean, that's, there that's what you're looking for. Bingo. For that's the recipe. Yeah. That the Washington football team for is different reasons, but absolutely <laughs> right. But again, in the end, that recipe can work yep. with the right implementation, and if you've got the the personnel. And dude, here's the deal: Ravens have weapons, man. And yeah, they do. Um, and yes, I think their receiving core is still a little lackluster. But Hollywood and and Willie Sneed, and you got Andrews, and then we just said the three running backs that are all impactful, and then Jackson himself with his legs. I mean, fourteen consecutive regular season wins. Absolutely. I mean, just another example of how many more weapons other teams have, uh, without question, you know. without question. And I got to tell you, man, defensively, their schemes are so good. Queen Queen, Queen is Fort, the man. real deal, isn't he? I really got to watch a Ravens game here. Dude, when you when you do Queen. Jay, his Queen's speed on defense is just so game changing. He gets from sideline to sideline so fast. I just like to watch Lamar Jackson because everything sort of slows down. Absolutely, you know, it's like yep. he gets he gets the ball. He's like doing a bunch of like he holds the ball like out like a loaf of bread, which you get. But then, <laughs> but then no one ever really approaches him that fast. It's like you see his eyes all the time. Yeah. I mean, I, I swear you see in the matrix, right? You know, when yeah. at the end of the movie, when like, everything slows down for Keanu, <laughs> right. he starts grabbing the bullets out of the air. That's, that's well, the way Jackson's yeah. seeing everything right now. He must be a pretty damn smart guy because the, the things he can still do in the pros that he could do. And I, I feel like he was doing the same stuff in college and he used to assume that wasn't going to carry over. Everybody's too big, too fast. The schemes are better. Well, he's still doing it. And yeah. I think that's really impressive. Yeah. So, no, I agree. Monday night against the Chiefs. That's, oh, going, that's, that's an amazing huge. game, man. Huge, that's man. Very watchable. Huge, huge, huge. Um, oh, early, early predictions on that one. Jeez. All right, I'll go first. All right. I'm going to take the Chiefs mm-hmm. to end the streak uh, by seven. So I'm going to say 35-28. Okay. That's a Chiefs. good prediction. I'm going to go Chiefs as well. I think the streak ends at some point. I thought it was going to end last week. You gave me a lot of shit for saying that. Um, well, I think, just thought you were an asshole. But. <laughs> at valid. I'm going to go Chiefs 41, Ravens 31. 
go very close to Jerry. You had what? 35? 35, 28. 28. I'm going to go 34, 27. <laughs> Two <laughs> missed extra points in there. <laughs> Some field goals and stuff. The fuck is this? The price is right? <laughs> yes, yes, I love yes. it. Yes. He's not going to go over. Not going to go <laughs> it's over. It's perfect. Um, That's funny. All right. So, you know, Ravens 2-0, and looking like there's really no one that can slow them down. Again, we'll see what the, uh, we'll see what the Chiefs do. Um, they're good. They're really good. They're real, and you know, you and, know what and, it is, is. Now they struggled though again. But both teams are comfortable in their skin. They are, and Very so they're good. used to winning. Yep. Um, th- their players, even though th- it's it's something that the the that the Redskins need to get to. It's where you your your players for the most part can become interchangeable because everybody's bought into what you do mm-hmm. and they're so comfortable in what they do. So when they put a new player in, I mean obviously they can't lose Lamar, but but the like if you have a guard, right? Right? Or you have a defensive end mm-hmm. or a linebacker. You say, "Hey, here's how we do things." Yep. And this is your role and this is what you do and you have leadership and 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 people who have been there forever and they're used to winning. Right. Um that's the culture you need to mm-hmm. where your players you're Role players can be interchangeable. Yeah, no, no, you're right. And both of those teams do it, which is why it's going to be a good game. I, I would agree with that. Well coached, uh, rosters are put together the right way, and you're right. The mentality there is, you know, there there isn't a hurdle we can't get over, and but if, uh, you know, if there's a if there's a fourth down that John Harbaugh can fuck up, he will. <laughs> <laughs> Although I must say, uh, he uh, he called it right uh, last weekend. They had fourth and one in the fourth quarter with a lead, went for it. And uh, Ingram scampered 30 yards for the touch. <laughs> nice. So at the time, I was like, Harbaugh is, I don't know how smart this is. And then, boom, Ingram through the line, touchdown. It's over. Nice. Game, set, match. So, All right. So let's talk about the Terps. So last week, we had just gotten the word that the Big Ten <laughs> had completed their U-turn and were returning to play late October. Now we have the schedules. So. Here is the schedule. At its the- core, so so before we get in game by game, so they got eight games uh-huh. and then a ninth game for quote unquote championship week, where okay. you will match up with your counterpart in the same position on the other side. Okay. So if you're the fourth seed in the East, you'll play the fourth seed in the West, so yeah. on and so forth. So the question is, do they have four wins of those first eight? Well, which- let, let let's go through them, and I, I'll just I'll go through the list, and then let's talk about the games we think that are winnable. Okay, all right, hit me. Start off with Northwestern. Mm-hmm. Then they have Minnesota. Then they have Penn State. Then they have Ohio State. <laughs> then they have Michigan State. <laughs> then they have Indiana, Michigan, and Rutgers. All right. So right off the bat, they could win four games. They could win one game. Shit, they could win six games. Because I don't think Michigan State's any good. They, they, they're in another transitional year. But I don't think Maryland's any good. We're going to have to see. Yeah. Here's the thing. It's a weird season, right? Super, super bizarre and weird. They're college players. They're not pros. They are. They feed off of emotion. There's going to be no crowds, you know, or no crowds to speak of right. that would give you a real home field advantage. So <clears throat> more than ever, I think this college year is going to be all about talent. Because I think you're right. Because teams just don't have – you know, they don't have the two or three non-conference games to beat up. You know, Ohio State's not going to beat Kent State 63-3 to or whatever. So you got to warm up with conference games. Now, I'm not saying we're going to beat Ohio State. Talent-wise, we still don't hold a candle. But Northwestern, Minnesota, 
Michigan State. Now, Minnesota's very, very good. Minnesota's pretty good. They're, they're very good. But I'm talking about pure talent they right now. that crazy coach. What's he's his nuts. Name? PJ Flack. Heck or yeah. Flack or something Flack. like that. Yeah, he's nuts and good. Yeah. He is good. But, again, I'm talking pure talent-wise. We're talking about Baby Tua in the backfield. We're talking about LeJean as a backup. We're talking about Rakeem Jarrett. Yep. Remember, we're talking about a five-star receiver. When was the last time – had one. Uh, yeah, his name's Stefan Diggs. Did <laughs> Raheem you know. Jarrett make a mistake by not going to LSU, <laughs> dude? Are you kidding me? Well, bottom line is this. You, you, this team is very talented at skill positions. I still don't think their lines are very good. I don't think they're deep. And I think defensively. The depth is, is yeah. yeah. But rough. Is that, but has, that has less of an impact in an eight-game weird off season, right? Well, you, well, you can't it, get injured. I mean, it could. Yeah, it could. I mean, yeah, who it knows? Could. It's gonna. It's almost like I mean, I, you know, I'm not knock on plastic here, or my head is wood, close enough to wood. But um, you know, it's Redskins. Sorry, Washington. So far, aside <laughs> from Sheriff, you know, pretty pretty good on the health front so far. I, if if they if you can stay healthy, that probably wins you an extra one or two of those games, probably. You know, or loses you one or two more of those mm-hmm. games, which is maybe they'll get some point. COVID forfeits. Yeah. Well, you know. I, I'm obviously worried about the the COVID stuff with that, but like, what happened to Houston? <laughs> How does Houston like schedule a game where we can never play? Because they have Dater Mogerson and that guy's a piece of shit. So yeah, God okay, hates him. Right, yeah. <laughs> so well, yeah, no, like well, I, that's probably the best explanation. <laughs> no, uh, like uh, who? They, Baylor, 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 bailed on, bailed, Baylor, bailed. Yes, Baylor bailed on him with like 24 hours notice. That's like the biggest... He was pissed. Did you hear yeah. him rant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, then they had to cancel this week too. Yeah. All right, so... So what the hell's going on? I mean... Uh, there's a bunch of COVID down south. And, okay. And I, and I think... I'm not sure about the most recent one, but the one we were talking about last pod was I thought that whatever team was bad the week before was still bad. It had something to do though with... I guess it's uh, contact tracing and some of the players or coaches have been... Around people that have it, they're not okay. testing positive, but there's enough concern. Isn't that, that crazy risk though? That they're not testing I mean. positive, yeah. but you still can't play. Yeah. And that's just what I heard on the, I get on the radio. Well, I don't now, really know. now USF has has um, they have nobody testing positive, but since they got their ass kicked fifty-two to nothing <laughs> to Notre Dame, right. They're going to do fur. They're going to postpone the season and do further study because oh, they don't want to waste any more money by getting their ass kicked by traveling places. Gotcha. But didn't they, they get a nice payout as a result? Yeah, that, now that their money game is over. Uh, okay. So they've been paid, and yeah, now, now it's that, a, now that Now what, that, that they're what, going to keep on getting their ass kicked. Who was it? Eastern Kentucky? Eastern Kentucky. They played yeah. the three money games like, thanks, we're out. <laughs> well, that, they're playing a couple more. They got more. Okay. Yeah. Good for that. But, uh, it's more damn. money. But, yeah, so USF, which is it used to be a respectable program. Oh, it's a big school, too. Right, but, so a real big school. Yeah, but they got the – they, they they're gonna they're gonna do further study. Even yeah. though the coach was like, "Well, has anybody tested positive?" And he's like, "No, positively stinky." Yeah, got it. They're just not okay. gonna take ass weapons anymore. All right, so let's go to. I think these are the games that I believe are winnable. Right, Northwestern. Yep, agreed. I don't think Minnesota's winnable. I don't either. I don't think Penn State's winnable. No, I don't think Ohio State's winnable. Nope. Michigan State is winnable. It is winnable. Indiana's winnable. Yes. I don't think Michigan is winnable. No. Rutgers, you should win. So that's that's four winnable games. Yes, and th- unfortunately, I, you've got three just non-starters. Right. There's, I, the only holdout for a game that you should that you could win that you shouldn't Minnesota. is probably Minnesota. Right. right. It will not be cold. It will be a Halloween night or Halloween ish day. Uh, um, so the weather should. But be it's at home, right? It's at home. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> in front of in front of the faithful. <laughs> I um, swear to God, I still think Mitch, Mitch is going to find Mitch a way to there. tailgate. He's going to tailgate and, and try and watch it from you like. You know what uh, though? I don't, I mean, 
fuck, Michigan is always they're the name. They're a name, and it scares you because they get all these big recruits. But goddamn, dude, Ma- they, Maryland actually plays them yeah. fairly well each year, and Maryland plays Ohio State good. They do, they, and they beat them what six years ago or they something did. like that. They so, did. So, which I'm, means absolutely you know, nothing. I mean, yeah, but they had dumbass <laughs> coaching then. What was <laughs> yeah. his name? Well, two oh, yeah, dumbasses. Edsel. We had Edsel, but they had uh, that. Oh, was it, was it still Hoke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That in guy order, sucked. in order to get the four, I think you have to beat. You have to beat Rutgers. Oh yeah, you have to beat Indiana. Yeah, and you have to beat Northwestern. Yeah, and that's a tough one. I mean, first game on the road. Um, again, talent wise, well, and the first game is going to be the biggest crapshoot of all time. Absolutely, so. shit, dude. We beat Texas two years in a row to yeah. start the season. Yep. First game is always a crapshoot in college. This year, even more so. Um, and I'm, I just, I, I, hey, I'm with Jeremy. I really hope that they stay healthy because I want to see the development of some of these yes. young talented guys. Is key this year. And obviously, I don't want to see Baby Tua get killed, but our O line's not great. They're going to have to use his legs to their advantage and let him roll out and do do some different things and, and have some looks. But that's easier to do in college than yeah. it is in the pros. And you know, I I don't really know where the running backs lie this year because in the last what, Jake four, Funk. That's true. You're 19 for Jake. Yeah. He's almost as old as we are. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, and I hope he does well. Uh, you know, they've had just absolute studs back there the last four or five years. They and have. they probably still do. It's just that they're a little bit, you know, unproven at this yep. point. Um, but, no, I, I I think two or three is more likely out of that with a possible three or third or fourth in the in the plus one game in terms of total wins. Yeah. I just, I mean, IU is definitely winnable, but for some reason that's been the case for, what, a decade? Well, since they got there and they've won, what? Twice. Once or twice? Yeah. So I just, I, I can't count on that one at all. No, you can't count on any of okay, them. Okay, can't count on any of them. Um, but to Jerry's point, they, they, they do have the makings of some winnable games there. So Yeah, and, and if you have reasonable expectations, I mean, you try to win every game, but you, you have to have reasonable expectations and you have to um, be able to set some goals that are reasonable. And I think getting to four wins mm-hmm. would be an extremely great accomplishment for I think it'll be for huge. this team. Huge. Going, especially yeah. going forward. It'll I mean, they can already recruit. And if you get some momentum behind the recruiting, it's only going to well, get Well, especially if let's say they go three and five or whatever and then they get their fourth their ninth game and they get a fourth win somehow there and you go, No, oh, well it's still you know, still didn't make a ball or still waste opportunity. But let's say baby Tua and Rakeem Jarrett and these guys have just breakout years. Yeah. You know, Jarrett's averaging seven catches a game and a hundred yards or whatever. You start and two is your baby. Two is the guy you're going to. Exactly, like he's, he's your guy for the yep. for this year and next year and for the future. So if that happens, then like you said, Jerry, it, it, the recruiting almost they already recruit really well. Now it's even enhanced because you go, hey, you come here, you play as a young guy, you yep. develop quicker, you get on the map, and let's go. You know. Well, and, and you know, I remember at the time, I you know, because I was trying to be positive about them not playing. I was like, well, they weren't going to be great. You know, you know, you save your eligibility, whatever it is, you'll come back strong next year. But they really do need the development, and they've had yeah. two good years of recruiting. If you know, if they they can probably have a third good year. That's what Laxley does. That's when you really you always talk about that. That third year, or, you know, three years in is where you really see the recruiting benefits. Yep. So that means next season, you know, it'll be make or break, unfortunately, for him in a lot of ways, or close to it, as close as you can get after three years in this situation. But the development's going to be huge. It'll be the third year. All the, a lot of the guys that are being recruited are second or third year guys now, not first and second year guys, and that just makes a huge difference. We yep. see it all the time. All right, could, could not have said it better. Um, I'm just happy they're playing. 
I hope I hope that the next few weeks continue to go well. Uh, I hope that the uh, systems that they have in place are well thought out and more importantly executed properly. And you know, uh, I follow every you know a bunch of different players and their team account on Instagram and everything else. And I mean, they're all jacked up. They're having a good time. Yeah, yeah everything looks looks good. I'm sure they're glad to to get out there and and, yeah. and be able to mobilize formally with coaching. And that's what makes a you know. team. And that's, that's, exactly. that's important. Exactly. That's, we've seen it in so many examples. Yeah. So, so that's uh, important. you know, so switching uh, colleges real quick. What, uh, what's it like in the great state of West Virginia these days, Jerry? They're the only school in the big 12 that cannot have fans, even though Marshall can have fans, they're not allowed to have fans. And that was announced. <laughs> they play at Ohio, Oklahoma state this weekend. Yes. That should be a really good game. That should be really good. Yeah. Um, and Ohio, Oklahoma state can have 25% capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they play Baylor, assuming Baylor is COVID free, right? In Morgantown with no fans, okay. The next week, so Got everybody's it. up in arms and sort of doesn't understand how your team <laughs> in your state can have fans. And Got it. Everybody else in the conference can have but fans. Has there been a reason given at all? The, it's county by county, and, okay. the, gotcha, and gotcha. the county it, it were in Morgantown said they can't have fans. Got okay. it. Uh, well, that's what. That's the reason that was given. Well, you know, well, and, and you, look. You've been to many games. I've been to a handful because of you. Um, Morgantown's a hell of a place to watch a game. Really, yeah. really good Saturday atmosphere. I mean, it's 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 a blast. Um, if if you even let twenty five percent of the fans come, can you imagine the sea around that stadium? It would look damn near normal. Um, yeah, I mean, you'd, you'd, you'd have a couple hundred thousand people descending on Morgantown to be there for game day, well, a, and you that, might still get a big no different than Marshall. No, 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 I, I, I don't disagree with you. I'm, I'm simply or saying. Blacksburg. No, 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 I, I don't disagree. I, I guess I'm glad that I'm not a decision maker. Yeah, that would suck. It just, yeah. you know, the, the West Virginia administration has been taking some on the chin uh, in the past month. It's been tough to be Shane Lines, but uh, I think pretty much any educational or institutional management right well, now had, is just getting. They had an issue with their defensive coordinator, who gotcha. one of the players came out on Twitter, you know, said he was. Uh, racist, and so they huh. had, they had to let their defensive coordinator go. Jesus, uh, that was right after the Mike Gundy thing, right? So, right. Um, so, <laughs> and then, oh so boy, a lot of the players want to do political statements, which obviously doesn't sit well with the fan base at West Virginia. You don't say, yeah. yeah. So it, that guy, and so they inundate him, even though they don't give any money to the school, the the you know the people there. Uh, my people inundate, <laughs> my inundate people. <laughs> him with threats and all this other stuff. And now that they're not allowed to go to the games. Right. Um, so, hmm. but on the field, Oklahoma state's a top 15 team. They struggled to beat Tulsa. They have one of the best running backs in the country. They have one of the best, uh, wide receivers in the country. Their quarterback has a high ankle sprain. So he's probably not going to, he got nicked up. I was wondering. Yeah, if he was. He's, he, I mean, they say he's, they're practicing it. They give all the coach speak, the coach at Oklahoma right, state right, saying, right. well, he's in a boot, but, We'll see tomorrow. They want him to have to have prepare. Uh, the coach at West <laughs> we'll see tomorrow. They'll probably still be in a boot. Yeah, but, you know. <laughs> the coach at West Virginia says they're preparing days, yeah. for him. You know, the, there's a true freshman that plays. Um, but the problem is, is that the the defensive coordinator that left West Virginia, uh, who probably should have left West Virginia, um, was a really good defensive coordinator. Gotcha. And now they have co-defensive coordinators. And uh, I don't know. That never works. That never works. It's Dude, that's like, the, that, that's like when you go into the season with two quarterbacks, right. like you said. You go in with two, you, you may as well not. I keep saying, how, how, who's making the calls? Who's doing the adjustments? 
Or you know, well, you, yeah. How are they going to split that one? One guy does the front seven, the other does the uh, the secondary. <laughs> but the peop, but but West Virginia, they seem pretty confident. You got to have a D line interior D line coach. Yeah, in interior D line coach uh, vacancy, Jerry. Right. <laughs> they've lost. Uh, they've lost five straight to Oklahoma State, but they seem pretty confident that this year that they have a shot. So okay. I'm sure they'll lose by 40. I won't watch, <laughs> I won't watch it down. But, yes, uh, you will. So it's going to be a good game. It's a, so it's let me a ask you, game. Do you actually turn the West Virginia games off when they get down? Oh, yeah. Really? Absolutely. So you're consistent across your yeah, sports. That's, yeah. that's impressive. I, w- w- when, when the other team scores, I turn any game I'm watching off of my team, and I watch it on my phone. It's unbelievable. Does, does, you, Jeff, usually, does Jeff hit you up the whole game? It sucks because people freaking text me. I know. Well, you've, never, got your, you've got your followers there in West Virginia, man. You've got your never, hardcore group there. They never text me when shit is going good. So it doesn't even matter if I look at the text. If I says, you just, you Jeff see Dawson the, text me, I'm like, well, fuck, we're, we're, something bad just happened. <laughs> I have no idea what that's like, like watching Caps games and getting texts from Jerry or anything. <laughs> I know, I know. You know, in the regular season, in the regular season though, for hockey, I'll watch it because I really don't give a shit. You know? Um, I do not watch a lot of the NFL. I don't watch the Redskins because they're so bad, but I don't really care if they win or not. I'll watch the Ravens because Holly watched the Ravens, but generally I'll go do something else because right. I, I don't want to see her get upset. Mm-hmm. You know? Because, <laughs> you know. So um, I don't really watch a lot of sports. I like watching it on my phone and just seeing the the updates and they give me updates. When Honest to God, though, it kind of uh – especially now with the sports being back, but with quotation marks, you know, they're back, but they're not the same. Right. I've done that a lot more too. I'll DVR as much as I can. And I do the Jeremy drill where I'm like, I can, yes, I know the results. So I'm watching it with jaded glasses, but I can just, I can fast forward and I can watch a three hour game in in 45 minutes. I mean, I'll watch, I'll watch any football game that doesn't involve a team I care about. Yeah. I'll watch that. You know what? That's a good point. I actually watched a good bit of the Monday night game. Yeah. Just because Frankie and I, he got home from practice late, so we were up late and we were just watching the Monday night game. And it was entertaining because I, I didn't have a horse in the race. I <laughs> prefer college athletics than oh, pro athletics. No doubt about so it. So even like on Thursday night when there's a Thursday night pro game, I'll watch the ESPN game involving like Memphis and, you know, because I just. you've pre- always been very loyal on the college football I just prefer front. college football and basketball. So you yeah. don't want to watch I mean, the Jacksonville-Miami game this week on Thursday? You don't want to watch the game. Yeah, but it's I, be a big fan. I probably would watch a college game over the Ravens and Chiefs, even though that's like an amazing game to watch. Hmm. It's just like I, I, honestly, I like the college I, atmosphere I love, so much I better. love college much more, but unless it's the Terps playing, I'm watching Ravens-Chiefs every time. Sorry. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know? It's just a preference. Yeah. So let me ask you this. On, on another front, I know none of us are watching the NBA because no. it's just unwatchable. I did try. I DVR'd the Lakers-Nuggets game three, and I tried to watch it back. It's so bad. It is so boring. The announcers are just pathetic. The studio, they're, they're really trying their best. It's so awful. I know I'm a hockey guy through and through. We all are more, more so than the NBA. Dude, hockey did this. They, they did it right. Yeah. They did the bubbles the right way. You, you almost don't even know there's no fans in the stands. You don't. Just the way the, the game is so fast and it's so furious mm. and the announcers are they're really doing a nice job. The difference between watching that game at a legit NHL arena and then watching an NBA game on one of those little tiny Disney courts is like it's like night and day for me. Right. I, I feel like NBA fans would say the exact same thing though about the NBA as we are about hockey. And since I don't really follow the sure. NBA, I don't know either way. But I still do think the NHL did a great job. I honestly 
because so many people are stupid. I, I know I say that a lot these days, and it's getting worse and worse. But yeah, it's, it's an epidemic. Um, the, the way they pound on the glass and stand up to get on TV, when you know, and wave their phones in the air or whatever to get on TV, <laughs> it's so goddamn annoying when you're watching a hockey game. I don't notice them on the not being there at all, other than the negatives not being there. Gotcha. So I would rather I, I would rather ban fans from hockey forever, honestly. <laughs> and that's it's, probably because I don't like games internet. Anymore. It's like watching international hockey, though. It you is. Know what I mean, like it absolutely is uh, of like Sweden and Finland. And yeah. right? juniors when it's in Russia. Yeah, exactly right. That, bingo. So, um, so I, I've I've found the hockey to be extremely exciting. Um, <clears throat> I mean, after I'm, the Caps have lost, like I've maybe watched a handful of games. Okay, so a couple saw, have been good. So saw far. a really good article from the Athletic regarding the bubble and teams coming back from the bubble. You know how there was all that talk ESPN about, about the, yeah, yeah, ESPN did as well. Yes, um, about the uh, that was Wyshynski and Kaplan. I think had that article on ESPN. Yes, okay. yes. Um, and, uh, it was so damn long, I couldn't read the whole thing. I didn't finish it yet. <laughs> um, but uh, apparently, so hard. every individual fan base claims that their team didn't take it seriously. Uh, and it was pretty much across the board. So, And they referenced that in that ESPN article, actually, because uh, Wyshynski's national. And he said, yeah, you know, when the Caps came back, there was a lot of talk that they had pool parties and this and that and the other. And then a player from a Western Conference team was basically like, no, no, no. If you didn't have a game the next day, everybody... Both teams were hanging out at the same bars, the same restaurant, because there was only a handful of them. And especially and yeah. when earlier on when all the stuff came about the Caps, because you had sometimes two or three days between games. Correct. And then I think that where the Caps were, that Hotel X had a rooftop bar. Exactly. And that's probably where the text about Wilson being the best school scorer in the league came from. Yeah. There was a party up there. So. Yeah, they, they in Boston apparently yeah. were just hanging out one exactly. night. Yeah. I don't know. I just know the Caps were fucking terrible and one of the worst teams there. So I'll blame it on Reardon and feel better about it after that. <laughs> but I don't know. Well, maybe you should get him fired. Yeah, fuck that guy. No, but it was just interesting and he reading it. Take that little piece of shit with him who runs the power play. Blaine Forsythe? Yeah, that guy the sucks, baker? dude. According to you? He's the baker. Maybe the worst coach ever in history of hockey. Uh, By the way, Carlson got robbed. Uh, the more I thought about it, uh, I, I was rooting for him to win the Norris. No, you weren't, were you? You're so fucking pessimistic now. <laughs> I, I was definitely rooting for I'm him. I'm just kidding. He's your first-team all-star, though. So that's but cool. I, I, I got to say, and, and I stole this from, from JP from Japers, but he said it's okay to have your Caps rose-colored glasses on and say, yes, he deserves the Norris, and then to step back as a hockey person and go, there's no way that guy's a good enough defender to also win the Norris. Oh. And he goes, both of those things can be true. Yeah, I completely so, agree with that, but they decided this year to change the way they gave the award out, and that's what's that, bullshit. That I agree with, but so. this, is not, this has happened before. There oh, have yeah. been snubs yeah. with different awards when yeah. the writers decide oh. that this category is now more important this year. Well, uh, it goes back to, I'll say it again, people are stupid, so mm -hmm. let's go with that. Yeah, but I it was it was a, a pretty close race though between he and Yossi. Yossi had a ton more first place votes. He had more first place, yeah. yeah. Closely yeah. all the seconds in the world, but he, uh, and, you know, I'm kind of glad. I would have been really pissed if he lost by like two points. He lost by what a couple hundred or whatever. Yeah, it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fifteen hundred to thirteen. But he outpaced uh, Hedman by quite a bit. Yeah. So yeah. it was basically a two yeah. a two guy race when and it was all said and, and done. And that's not I, Yossi is is a deserving player. I'm yeah, not, absolutely. I'm not is. hating on him at all. Um, I just I thought it was Carlson's year. I think, honestly, if the season had finished on time, it wouldn't have even been a question. Completely you know? agree. Uh, that that void of time really, really changed. Yeah, and he did things 
you know, in that first 50 games that people haven't done in 30 years or whatever it is. Right. Yet he still doesn't get the award. It's like, come on, you know. No, no, I agree. Stop, I agree. stop being like a hipster, douchey voter person. <laughs> Hipsty, what a, hipster, douchey voter person. What a, what That's a great good. description. That was, that was fantastic. Uh, he, is, he is the best color guy in the business. Uh, Not for nothing, guys. <laughs> uh, Sunday thing, uh, no, no baseball talk, right? I mean, nah, talk about a joke. I don't even, I don't even know if that's still playing. I, I, you know, Tom Lavero, who local sports writer in this town, is who talks like this. Correct, he does. Well, he is a guy. baseball just oh, yeah. hardcore, right? I mean, he could not be less interested no, in no. this restart. He's like, this isn't real baseball, you know. And he's a purist and everything else. When the guy like that basically says, "Yeah, I'm not," it's my livelihood to watch the games and write about them, and I don't even feel like doing it. That you, you know, it's kind of a joke because of the sixty, or is there what's his reason? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Because of the 60 and the fact that it was 60, it's so many big-name players opt out and everything else. He's like, this is just prolonged exhibitions, spring training, slash whatever else. Well, I like um, that Houston is being exposed as a pretty good fraud. I guess they're going to make the playoffs, but all these guys are hitting like 50 points lower than last season. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> uh, I don't really care about those guys. Well, I care that they suck. I just love that the Nats beat them. Yeah. That's so great. So great. The Nats go 19 and 31 again. Just the first. I think games. so. I think so. Not so, uh, that's so funny. Not not great. No. Not great. Um, no. But uh, I digress. All right. Well, skins win. Ravens lose uh, this coming week, and I'm going to predict uh, that West Virginia loses by a touchdown because I want them to win. But what time is that game? 3:30 on ABC. Got it. Nice. Okay. Well, the SEC's back this week too, everybody. So. Yeah, yep. so that's going to yep. be some good football. Yep. Now, as as the calendar changes again, and now we're really in the throes of fall, feels fan fucking tastic here in DC. The weather's just phenomenal. Oh, it's so nice. Um, it, yeah, I I am excited to see more and more football on TV, and and I'm just man, I'm crossing my fingers and I'm hoping and I'm praying everybody's staying safe, that they're doing it the right way, and that the the I don't know the bashing from each side just simmers down a little bit as it pertains to sports yeah, specifically. I don't think that's going to happen. Probably not. Wishful thinking, but I can still... Hey, he's being optimistic. You're giving him shit about that. <laughs> that's, true. that's true. That's true. Jesus. That's true. That's true. That's true. My uh, bad. Can't say anything on this podcast, can we? Uh, can't say anything in this world, so we're, yeah, no we're shit. right, we're right no in, shit. in step there. All right. Well, until next week. All right. Let's uh, let's you know. Let's go, Washington football team. Let's go Mountaineers. I- let's still drink some beers. <laughs> and thank you, listeners. And if you're still listening, Mitch, I, rem- I remind you of what I-, I said earlier. That's all I'm going to say right now. Yeah, shout out to Mitch and the Terps. And uh, you know, Mitch, I-, I need lots and lots of pictures from you at your uh, Maryland tailgates. And I hope the move went well. Yes, 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 yes. So until next week, wings, beers, and tears. Download, subscribe, have a listen, and uh, you know we'll bring you some more DMV sports analysis next week. See you. Peace. Cheers.